This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I am Jay Cleveland Payne. I am ready to present to you yesterday's latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture news for your go-to supplemental source for both mainstream and unconventional news stories that you may have missed out there. A little out of context to get you into the mix, get your day started. Now, we got eight stories for today, and we are going again to Matthew Perry. He is one of the long-standing sort of breaking news that keeps breaking type news stuff. So we're going into him. If you see him on our teaser graphic, if you're watching the video. And as I said, seven other stories that you helped to pick for us, the UDMS conversation. We'll explain that vetting process after the headlines and give you some fun stuff after that. So stay tuned for the very end. You'll love it. It. it will be uh, the, the highlight of your day early if you're with us live at 5.50 a.m. in the morning. So let's get into those things. More information can be found about us at our website. This is a conversationproject.com. So you can go deeper into detail what's going on. We'll explain more stuff in that line as well, too. Now, eight headlines get to you today. Vetted by you, created by me, Jay Cliff and Payne. And today happens to be Wednesday, November the 1st, 2023. The first day of the 11th of the month. We are almost done with this year, folks. It seems like it's gone by pretty quickly. Let's get into the news from the morning. Starting off with this headline, Matthew Perry was deceased, that's a quote, before firefighters arrived, head brought above the water by a bystander. So when the first responders, firefighters arrived at the Hollywood, Los Angeles City um, home, Los Angeles home of Matthew Perry, Los Angeles City firefighters reached his home in Palisades, uh, Pacific Palisades on Saturday, and he was basically deemed uh, dead on arrival. Uh, they had to pull his head out of the water in the hot tub he was found in uh, on that day. Apparent drowning, so there's really nothing to really kind of go deeper into that one. It is being investigated on what went down uh, officially with that, but uh, the family has addressed the actual tragedy, the actual finding, what's going on. Many people are sending their love and respect for Matthew Perry, uh, including the things he did in the afterwards part of being one of the friends uh, and, and essentially being sort of a face and a spokesperson for addiction and for you know dealing with mental health and things like that. Uh, you can find more from this by going to the main article and reading deep in detail. But right now, investigating still pending, but essentially drowning is what's the cause of death and it looks like no foul play in this cause of death. We shall see how this plays out over time. Let's move on to the next story for this morning. That story happens to be a headline that reads, Spanish soccer official who kissed unwilling star player is banned for three years. What's that mean? Well, it means that Spanish soccer official Luis Rodriguez has been banned from the sport for three years. Kissing a player on the lips at the Women's World Cup final and carrying her over his shoulder. Yeah, he did the whole caveman thing with that one. Um, he resigned after three weeks of defiance but wasn't going to resign. In fact, Spain was all about keeping up with their boy. But the UEFA thanked him for his service, because you do that, without offering any backing to the women, to the players, which is kind of where things got kind of wacky. But for three years, this guy's out of soccer on the national stage. We'll see if he picks up any time on any you know high school level soccer or what to keep his time going. Police in Japan capture a gunman after eight-hour hostage drama at post office north of Tokyo. Uh, Japanese police arrested a man, armed suspect, after eight hours in the standoff in the post office in Warabi, north of Tokyo. The incident occurred shortly after a shooting at a nearby hospital where two people were wounded. Suspect, identified as Tasino Suzuki, entered the, police, the post office with a gun and took two female staff members hostage. The hostages were eventually freed unharmed, and the suspect was apprehended when police stormed the building. Authorities are investigating the hospital and post office attacks together and are examining the suspect's background and motives, why this happens. Now, this doesn't happen as much over there as it does right here for us U.S., 
but it is something that's a growing trend uh, worldwide, actually. While there are less guns out there in other nations, there are still issues where people can get a gun, get a knife, get some other blunt object, and take hostages and do some real damage in some cases there. This is a very sad one where you don't hear about gun um, issues in places like Japan, but it is a growing thing. Our next headline, WeWork plans to file for bankruptcy as early as next week, source says. We were kind of pulling for things to put into the news today. There were, there were plenty of stories, yes, but the ones that seem more relevant were kind of more on the iffy side today. This one we've been tracking for a while, WeWork. The SoftBank Group-backed company plans to file for bankruptcy as early as next week, comes a source. Not official, but comes a source. Uh, they had plans of going public just four years ago in 2019, but that all went crazy when they found out that the business model was really not much of a business model, more of a Ponzi scheme, and hefty losses from what they were doing in mo modeling out various places to work and live and just not making money from it. Also, the head of the companies were kind of wacky. That made it go very weird. The very public uh, downfall of WeWork began basically in 2021, where the much-reduced valuation was sort of noted there. We'll see how they are able to liquidate and fix things from here. Labels change contracts to prohibit re-recordings for 10 years. What's happening with the record labels as they're trying to find a way to get out of many people re-recording their masters so they can have new albums like Taylor Swift is doing and many other folks are doing. Record labels are changing some of the rules or trying to get the rules changed so you don't can't do that. The records are looking for the recordings after 10 years uh, due to success of Taylor Swift's re-recordings to keep that from happening across the actual gap. Uh, so if anybody who doesn't quite own their masters or get them lost some way, lost their, their tracks of them, and then just re-records the songs because they're the songwriter uh, with a new credit, is taking money out of people's pockets or out of the record company's pockets. The way record companies run these days, it was pretty archaic and bad, you know, 20 years ago when I thought I was going to be in the record industry. Now it's it's hard to understand how anyone makes any money these days. But they do, and the record companies are going to do what they can to save their own skins as best as possible. Meanwhile, artists lose the first round of copyright infringement case against AI art generators. This story we pulled from the Hollywood Reporter, and this is one that's going to affect a lot of people as we're seeing the still striking actors and the formerly striking uh, writers in Hollywood trying to fight the AI revolution or AI taking over what they their work essentially. Federal judge dismissed most claims in a lawsuit over the use of billions of images downloaded from the internet to train AI systems, allowing one to proceed against um, stability AI. The human artistry campaign has welcomed President Biden's executive order to create safeguards against AI, which we probably should, while leading AI companies to have agreed to guard whales to manage these risks. AI may be a, a bad thing. It can be a bad thing. Anything that's good has a potential being bad. The biggest thing with AI right now is not that machines will take over the world, but the machines will actually be used by people who want to take over the world to influence us in odd ways. Deep fakes are already a thing that we have to look out for, but uh, bad information, we already have bad information that's out there on the internet, uh, making it more slick, more easy to read, more easy to produce makes it even worse. And the real potential with AI is it creates things but it doesn't really know what it's doing. It, it may write you, might write your report, but it's writing your report from bits and pieces of other words and that sort of sound like it's legible. It doesn't necessarily mean it makes any sense or it's even right or even wrong to the right point. You can maybe try to say something to a slanted point and find somewhere in the middle it pulled some data from something else and didn't use it as a way to uh, contrast. It actually thought it was the same thing. 
the images a whole nother issue. People are using people's images, people bits and pieces of stuff, and making new images of them because they're a mix and mashup, if you will. But do you own the rights to your images, your originals, and whatever parts of you are put into the mashups? That's what we'll be fighting in court for some time. And this is one case where many artists are losing a battle in the moment. Potential cure for sickle cell disease raises few concerns for FDA panel. FDA outside advisors voiced few concerns during a day-long meeting about a new therapy that could cure sickle cell disease uh, using CRISPR, C-R-I-S-P-R, that's what it's called. If approved, Exocell from Vertex Pharmaceuticals could be the first cure available, that's what they're calling this drug, with trials showing efficacy, uh, efficacy, I always say from that word, and safety. So there are some risks. Those are little, so it wasn't no questions, but few questions asked about this. Apparently, it's a good-looking thing. There are some risks of off-target gene editing and some things that could be used to, you, you know, towards the, the tail end of the science fiction stuff. It does seem like science fiction, but there may be a viable cure for sickle cell soon. Treatment is due to get FDA decision around December, literally next month. So we'll see how this plays out. Finally, Walmart is going to upgrade... 1,400 stores with $9 billion investment. That's the That's it. That's it. Uh, 14,000 stores, 1,400 stores, 1,400 stores based on $1 billion in revenue money going into stores across the nation. New layouts, expanded product selections, tech additions, which yeah, probably means more um, self-checkouts, and increased checkout options, which actually probably needs less checkout options because they'll all be more self-checkout. You will see more design ways, you know, more more mazes to figure out which maze is the best way for your options for Walmart. Walmart, one of the leading um, companies in the world right now with Walmart's here in the United States and their various offshoots in other places and their partnerships with other folks to kind of be the Walmarts of the localities is essentially um, the closest thing we have to machines in, in the um, um, the signal that we have right now, because basically everybody shops at Walmart. You can't get away from Walmart. We'll see how the upgrades work, whether you'll notice them and whether it'll be a big deal for the business going forward. Walmart overtaking everything, so you really can't stop the Walmarts. In our apologies, errors, and omissions today, we're going to go to one quick story, quick drop that we could not get in, but it's something that we have been tracking because it's science. The second person to receive a pig heart transplant died at Maryland, the hospital says. We pulled it from CBSNews.com. Check out the links when our in our in our feeds or just search for it yourself. Uh, this is the second person ever to get a pig transplant, a pig heart transplant to try to see how it worked. And they have died in within, you know, a short period of time. So pig hearts or artificial hearts from other animals or the mammals, not quite ready for prime time yet, but we'll see what happens. What we learn from this actual adult who actually received one. And if uh, the prospects of it being better are going to come around soon. We're done with the headlines. Let's get into our teaser story for tomorrow. This is a story that we could talk about if you deem it worthy. And this is where we explain how the feeds work, how you get a chance to validate, how you get a chance to give us the stories that you say are conversational, vet them for us to pull into the conversationals, different platforms and different things we do. And it's extremely simple. You just go to um, Facebook and Twitter. Go to this is a conversation project on Facebook and TH underscore conversation on Twitter or X. And you can read the stories you post. Links every 50 minutes or so that you can engage in. And literally, as you engage in stories, you and the internet just pop by and engage in our stories. Like, love, hate, share. We know what stories you guys, guys want to talk about. We'll pull the top 15 stories and give you eight of them tomorrow morning on Thursday. That's how this works. 
Well, we talk about this story here. Air Force, Space Force, uh, raise, um, I'm sorry, let me blow this up a little bit. I can't, I didn't maximize it so I can read the headline. Air Force, Space Force, raise maximum enlistment age to gain recruits. Apologies, my apologies for the bad read there, but it's pretty simple. The Air Force is having, or all the military branches are having issues with getting their recruitment. So they're letting older people enlist, older people um, uh, enroll, older people can get their officer's commission so they can make those ranks. And it's a little easier for the Air Force and Space Force because it's not so much dependent on troops on the ground so much, but a lot of it is more technology, a lot of it is more desk sitting. And as a person who spent my five years and three months in the Air Force, uh, doing contracts and writing paperwork, it was a lot of paperwork. I did nothing glamorous or fancy in the Air Force. I managed contracts and did a bunch of paperwork. There you go. So folks like that, there is, is no real need for anyone to be extremely young or extremely spry. Just need to be able to focus and pay attention and be fit enough to take on arms if necessary. We will see how this plays out and we'll see if you want to talk about this tomorrow by your engagement. Like, love, hate, share, engage in the stories already out there on the Facebook and the Twitter or X. And you can just engage in it and let us know as you're checking your feeds for your stuff for your people. See what we have going on and let us know as well. Today, for our sponsor, we're going to highlight again the chess store. And to be honest about the chess store, uh, we're highlighting them because we forgot to change the, the, the slide, to be totally honest. But they are actually a very awesome store to get to talk about. Because chess, even if you're not a chess player, you can talk about chess. You can put a chess set on your, mant on your mantle, on your coffee table. You can put chess pieces around as decoration. Chess is a game that's easy to understand. It really is easy to kind of understand it and kind of get it. It's essentially a mock-up of war, which all games are essentially mock-ups of war. This is uh, can be done in a very beautiful detailed set that you can use for art purposes. You can use for just playing around. They have beautiful sets that you can put on your coffee table that you can use for conversation pieces and pretty good looking sets made of plastic and other materials that you can travel around with and just play with and not just be the cheap set you get from the Costco and that was on sale in the box of games. This is a beautiful chess set that you could put on your coffee table, but you can travel with it and play with it and look good while you're doing it. Check out the chess store and all their accoutrements at this is a conversation project.com slash the chess store. This is a conversation project.com slash the chess store. The chess store is where you will find great stuff on chess. And that link will where you find a way to get us a little bit of cheddar as you pay for them using our affiliate link. We get a little bit back as a kickback for your buying from them. So check them out today the conversation project lives online at this is a conversation project.com we want you to stop by our website this is a conversation project.com and check out a lot of things we have there you can find links to all the places you can find us online we're everywhere and we have those links there directly you can find links to the feeds which you said already on facebook and twitter and you can engage in the stories and let us know what stories to talk about you literally give us the words that come in my mouth every day go to your email machine and send an email to the conversation inbox at gmail.com let me know what I can do to work on this thing here. And if you want to really get some input, become one of our partners. Go to our webpage, click the partners link and become a partner and you get direct access to everything we're doing. And we can do a lot of things together with a little bit of your help. The free stuff going to the feeds and going to the email, it's great. We need you to do lots and lots and lots of that. But if you want to partner up with us, we also appreciate that as well. And now let's get to the fun stuff to wrap up for this morning. 
Uh, and the fun stuff begins always with a birthday on the day. Birthday for today, we're celebrating much love, much love, much love to Jenny McCarthy, who's 51 years old today. Graduated from being the chick from Single to Out and, of course, uh, married to Wahlberg. I think she's done fairly well for herself. Jenny McCarthy, uh, a staunch member of the Generation X who is out there kicking it, getting things done. I guess you want to say that she is 51 years old on the day today in history in 1913 on the 1st of November, the Ford pass gained national prominence when used in Notre Dame started starting upset, startling upset, say that three times fast of army 35 to fit 13. When there was no pass, there was no way to, to actually score that way or defend it before that, you know, with other helmets and just running into each other, Ford Pass introduced by Notre Dame. Uh, just a few years before, the Ford Pass had been authorized by a rules committee of what would become the National Collegiate Athletic Association, NCAA. So it was not used very often, but somehow Notre Dame, those sneaking guys, those sneaky, sneaky Notre Dame folks, were able to put it into play and beat Army pretty badly, 35-13 to 13, on this day. And on this day, we're going to celebrate Author's Day, and we're going to celebrate that, and I probably should have sold my book today as an Author's Day uh, sale, but uh, we're going to celebrate Author's Day by just saying what's up to people who writes books and this is one where it's whether you can pull a book from your favorite national author with national prominence or if you know a local author a small-time author or a person in your family who's written a book um, reach out to them talk to them about what's going on ask them how book sales are they'll probably grumble because no one reads books these days but ask them about their stuff i'm a author a multi-time published author i published two books um, in the last six months on um, business and personal finance uh, from the uh, my business and personal finance brand. And, you know, which is one of those things that I do to sort of keep myself sane. It's been crazy busy and book sales are not what they sh should be, i.e. not what I like them to be. But it's something to keep me going. So celebrate me if you want to. If you want to throw me some bones, uh, go to Amazon and search for Jay Clean Pain and look for the newer books or the older books if you want to and um, see about celebrating me that way. Much appreciation on that end. Much appreciation to you for being with us for the whole show. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and this is Things You Might Not Have Heard. And you, Things You Might Have Heard is for this day, November the 1st, 2023. We are uh, November, 11 months in. We're almost through with 2023. Elections coming soon, folks. Love it or leave it, it's going to happen. Thank you so much for being with us for the show. Make sure you are staying limber, staying hydrated, and staying on task for all the grand things you are here on this earth to do for y'all's out there and you know stop by tomorrow thursday edition of the show we'll pick 15 stories the top 15 stories that you engage in and then we'll take eight of those to present to you in this format and you tell us via email how well we're doing on that format it's just that simple we will see you coming up for another great edition of things you might have heard on thursday <laughs>